Welcome to Sound Solutions, a series of free audio tapes produced by Braille Institute of America. The tape you are listening to and all the others in the series provide practical information to adults and their families who are dealing with sight loss. The professional staff and many of the students at Braille Institute collaborated to provide the information, tips, and practical solutions to living life independently in spite of sight loss. What to do when grandma can't see is a family story with special attention to grandchildren who may wonder about a grandparent's fading vision. It provides some helpful hints for how a family can help the grandparent deal with sight loss. As you listen to this tape, think about the ways you can apply the information and techniques. Remember that the goal is to help the visually impaired person discover ways to live life as independently as possible. You can play an important part in this process. Coming, coming, coming. Hello. Oh, hi, Claire. Good. How are you? Oh, tomorrow night? Laura and Jim asked me to babysit. Well, yes, they know Thursdays are my card game, but they have some big deal function to go to. Yes, Claire, I understand it'll be the third card game I've had to miss, but you have to understand that sometimes life gets so complicated. Oh, please don't talk to me like a child. Listen, Claire, let's not get upset over this. I promise I'll be there next week. Yes, I'm fine. I miss you, too. Take care. Do I hear the most handsome, the smartest, the most charming grandson an old grandma can have? You only have one. Oh, details. <laughs> Are you hungry? No. What's wrong, Jeremy? No big deal. I'm going to my room for a while. Jeremy! Jeremy! You know I love you dearly, but I, I have to ask you to turn off that music. Where's the off button? Graham, it's right there. It says radio off. Oh, there are so many buttons on these fancy machines. So, um, do you want to tell me what's wrong? School. And? I got a D on my English essay exam. Again. I'm sorry to hear that. Do you want to tell your gram what's going on? I don't know. Do you have the essay here? Can I take a look at it? These must be the wrong glasses. I know my reading glasses are around here somewhere. Graham, aren't your reading glasses the black ones? Yes. The green glasses are on your nose, Graham. I think you're colorblind. Listen, young man. My reading glasses are in the kitchen. We'll look at your essay in the kitchen. Okay, Graham. Slow down. You'll break something. Graham. Before we tear me and my essay to pieces... My essay and me. I learned a new card trick. All right. Let's see it. I shuffle the cards. You cut. Okay. Choose a card. There. Don't show me. I won't. 
Put it back in the deck. I pull a card. Four of diamonds. I'm sorry, that's not the right card. You're kidding. No. Now let's get back to your essay. Okay, Graham. Once more, cut the deck. All right. There. Choose a card. Any card. Put it back in the deck. Shuffle. Okay. Seven of hearts. It was the nine of diamonds. Can't be. Last time. Promise. Shuffle. Pull a card. Okay. Look at it, Graham. Oh, I dropped it. I'll get it. It was the eight of diamonds. No, Graham. It's the six of diamonds. Honey, I looked at the card. It's the eight of diamonds. My English essays aren't so great, but I do know a six from an eight. That's a six. You need stronger glasses. That's enough, Jeremy. Graham. It's nothing to be concerned about. Now, before your mom gets home, how about you and I polishing off that pint of mocha almond fudge ice cream and and tackle your essay later? Works for me. You get the bowls and spoons. I'll get the ice cream. You'd better hurry. Your mom will be home soon, and you know how she feels about in-between meal snacks. Graham, this is strawberry fat-free frozen yogurt. I must have grabbed the wrong container. I, I wasn't looking. Yeah, right. I just made a mistake. Graham, are you okay? Sure. Why do you ask? I don't know. You don't know? Never mind. What's wrong, Jeremy? Nothing, Graham. I have to call Sam about a homework assignment. I'm not sure about. Well, that, that's fine, honey. I'll see you later. May I have the telephone number of the Allenwood School, please? Thank you. Hello. Um, is Mrs. Harris? You know, um, the guidance counselor still at school? Thank you. Graham, I forgot a book I need at school. I'll be home soon. Be careful. Hi, Mrs. Harris. Oh, hi, Jeremy. Please come in. Before you sit down, would you mind turning the lights on for me, please? I'm usually by myself at this time of day. Oh, sure, Mrs. Harris. Thanks. Come take a seat. Now, what can I do for you? It's about a problem I'm having. Yes. Yeah. Is this about your English class? Well, you seem uncomfortable, Jeremy. It's okay. Take your time. I guess it's about my grandmother. She has this problem—a disease in her eyes. I can't remember the name. She um bumps into furniture and can't see the numbers on a deck of cards. Even her reading glasses don't help anymore. And it's getting worse. I'm sorry to hear that, Jeremy. It sounds like what your grandmother has is macular degeneration. It's a common problem for older people. They gradually lose their ability to see the details of things. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And nobody in my family wants to talk about it. We always hear that we should talk about problems, but nobody's talking. Everybody just pretends it's not happening, and Graham won't talk about it either. It sounds like you're facing a difficult situation. I don't know what to do. I feel bad for Graham. I thought maybe you could give me some ideas since, um, I'm blind. It's all right, Jeremy. 
I know I'm blind and I don't mind talking about it. I know this is a very difficult thing to deal with. And I think you're a very brave boy to come here today to get help. I'll do whatever I can. You know, there are organizations and people that can give your grandma and family lots of information and support. Mrs. Harris, sometimes I walk around different parts of my house with my eyes closed trying to feel what it's like to be blind. It's scary. You're right, Jeremy. It can be very scary. But walking around with your eyes shut is not a good idea. You could get hurt that way. When people become blind, they can learn how to help themselves and accept support. That makes it easier as time goes by. I guess. You must think about this a lot. You seem very close to your grandma. Yeah. Jeremy, I'm going to give you some brochures to take with you that will help you understand what's happening to your grandma. And I'll get together some information and phone numbers that'll help, too. This will be a good start. Wow. Thanks a lot, Mrs. Harris. Don't worry, Jeremy. Your grandma and your family and you are going to be just fine over time. My door is always open. You can come here anytime you need to talk. Oh, sure, Mrs. Harris. And you know what? I'd be very proud to have you for a grandson. Thanks a lot, Mrs. Harris. Bye. I'm not going to argue with you anymore, Laura. I just made a mistake, all right? I've lived through a couple of your mistakes, my dear. Don't turn this back on me, Mom. You gave the grocery guy two fifties instead of two fives. We can't afford mistakes like that. All right then. I'll tell you what. There won't be any more problems. I'll just move. Oh, stop being ridiculous, Mother. Mom, just stop. I hate this. Graham's in trouble, Mom. She's going blind, and no one's dealing with it, and everyone's angry and sad. Me too. That's enough, Jeremy. You always tell me to tell the truth. Well, you're not. Mrs. Harris says we need help, and she's right. I don't like anybody here anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry, Graham. I love you. But you need to tell the truth. I don't know what to say. Can't we stop being mean to each other and help Graham and each other? I feel so ashamed. Why, Graham? Because of your eyes? Yes, and a lot more. This is so hard. I don't know what to say. This is very difficult for me. Mrs. Harris gave me some brochures. Maybe we can look at them. Um, I'll read them to you, Graham. Thank you, Jeremy. I'd like that. I'm so very proud of you. I love you so much. You're such a brave boy. That's what Mrs. Harris says. I like that. Mom, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. You know, I've never been good at this stuff. Oh, Laura, don't blame yourself. None of us know what we're doing. I guess. And you, young man, <laughs> I don't know how you became who you are, but you're a very special person. I think I can learn a lot from you. Thanks, Mom. You're okay too. I do have an amazing son. Jeremy and I read the brochures that Mrs. Harris gave him. They were very helpful. I began to realize how little I knew about sight loss and how many false notions I had about blind people. It was hard for me to do, 
but I asked Mother what she could still see. Well, my sight is getting worse all the time, dear. At this point, I can't read regular print, and I have difficulty making out details and expressions on people's faces. I was glad to hear that she still had some vision left, but I spent more than one night awake and crying. I can't imagine how difficult this has been for her. She told me that she missed her friends and their card games and was embarrassed lying to her friends about why she hadn't been going to the games lately. I was actually able to order large print cards so she could play again, and her friends were more than happy to use them. They were glad to have Mother back playing, and it was great for Mother to understand how much people cared about her. There were things to do around the house, too. We got a couple of inexpensive lamps that Graham could use to read and write a letter. I brought home a magnifying glass one day, and that helped a lot. Mom and I took Graham to the library, and she found some large print books. They told us we could order some magazines with large print, too. Jeremy and I took a couple of hours one evening and highlighted thresholds and stairs around the house with reflecting tape that's easy to see. We learned from Mrs. Harris that these areas can be very tricky. Also, we painted the front steps a bright color, something so simple. Another thing was that Graham takes one of her medicines twice a day, so we took the bottle and wrapped a rubber band around it twice. Now Graham can tell that bottle from her other medicines. There's so much to do that can help, things we never would have thought about. And you know what's the most amazing thing about all of this? It's begun to put my mom and me back in touch with each other in a way we haven't been for a long time. Slowly, slowly I'm beginning to feel like there might actually be life after losing my sight. There are moments every day when I actually feel some hope. Laurie and I have begun to have a real relationship again. Life is so strange sometimes. It takes something like this to bring a mother and daughter together. She's been very helpful. <laughs> Once in a while, too helpful. A little too much hovering. Oh, I guess we're all learning. I've begun seeing my friends again, and that's wonderful. I can tell sometimes, though, that my condition makes some people feel uncomfortable. They don't know what to do or say, and that's hard for everyone. In those moments, people I've known for years feel like strangers. Time. Time. We all need time. I just have to keep remembering that. Graham and I made a date for Saturday afternoon. We used to have special days together, but they stopped when Grandma's eyes got worse. So anyway, on Friday night, we got ready. That is, after a few card tricks, using Graham's special cards. We took Graham's cash and spilled it out on my bed. Mrs. Harris had showed us how to fold paper money so you can tell what each bill is. So Graham left her ones unfolded, folded her $5 bills a certain way, her $10 bills a different way, and her $20 bill still another way. Then she could feel the difference between them. 
After that, Graham said she had a special favor to ask me. She asked if I could spare the time to help her do her bills and read her mail once or twice a week. She said I was the only one she trusted. That just blew me away. I decided to take my grandson to lunch for our date, and we learned that when our food came, Jeremy could tell me where the food was on my plate by using the clock method: chicken at two o'clock, vegetables at six o'clock, and so forth. The clock method was so helpful because the food was all a blur to me. Saturday came. I was a little scared that I'd do something wrong, but it went pretty great. I let Graham hold my arm as we walked down the street and told her about things coming up in front of us that might be hard for her to see. I was pretty proud of myself. Well, I guess I gotta tell the truth. It wasn't all so easy. Mom was really on me for leaving closet and cabinet doors open. Kind of dangerous for Graham. I also had a bad habit of leaving stuff around. Graham tripped on one of my sneakers the other day. I felt really bad, so I went to see Mrs. Harris. She said to give myself a break. There were a lot of changes to be made by everyone, and that we all needed time. I guess I've got a lot to learn still, but Graham and Mom and I are helping one another. Graham got me new ice hockey skates for being such a good kid. I wrote her a note in black magic marker using really big letters. I told her the skates were the coolest, but if she didn't buy me anything, it wouldn't matter. I would always want to help her. I thanked her for being my gram, and told her that I love her and that I would always love her, whether she can see or not. Doesn't matter. She's my gram. You've been listening to "What to Do When Grandma Can't See." One of the audio tapes in the series, Sound Solutions. We hope you found the information helpful for you, your family, and friends. These tapes are available free of charge from Braille Institute, a private nonprofit organization committed to eliminating blindness and severe sight loss as a barrier to the fulfillment of life. Sound Solutions was made possible by the generosity of the H N and Francis Berger Foundation. The Fritz B. Burns Foundation, and from thousands of individuals. If you would like more information about anything you heard in this tape, about other tapes in the series, or about Braille Institute, please call our toll-free number one eight hundred Braille. That's one eight hundred two seven two four five five three. Thank you for listening to Braille Institute's Sound Solutions.